right, folks. Welcome back to The Price for Paradise. My name's Woody, and with me, as always, we got my buddy Walker Ramsey. What's up, Walker? How you doing, buddy? What's up, Woody? Aloha. Aloha. And today we have a special guest, someone that I work very close with. Um, he's a personal trainer at our gym, Elevate. He's the head wrestling coach at Gilbert High School, and from our understanding, he's the youngest high school wrestling coach in the state of Arizona. That's sick. He was hired at the age of 21 for the head job to take over and rebuild a failing program. Since taking over, he has had three kids place at state, the most that Gilbert's placed at state since 2013, and including the first female state placer in Gilbert's history. That's what's, what's up. What's up, Wyatt? What, a, what an introduction, man. Yeah. Jeez, that was that was great. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast, bro. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. it's great to be here. I've heard Woody talk a lot about it. I've... Uh, had our, our other former co-worker justin on it and i listened to his and so then it got it got me excited to have my turn and, and my opportunity so i'm just glad you guys want to listen about wrestling for a little bit hell yeah my man <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm pretty new to wrestling like i never did any fighting type sports growing up so i don't know about you walker no, no i haven't either so we'll have a little a... bit of boxing here and there at like the mma gym but not yeah. really too much so uh yeah get us what got you into wrestling in general and like what started it all well, um, I really didn't have any plans to wrestle. I didn't really, it was never in the plans. And then I started playing Pop Warner football. And uh, my football coach was also the football coach on like the high school team. And he was basically like, you got to wrestle to play on my football team. And so I was like, really? okay. So I said, okay. And then I, luckily I had some other friends that obviously played football um and they wrestled as well and so you know i always hung out with them i played baseball with them i played football with them so i might as well add wrestling yeah why not the 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 four foot ten kid can't really play basketball so (laughs) (laughs) we might as well do something that works to our advantage and uh i started wrestling right after my sixth grade year uh school year and then seventh grade i got right into it and i literally never looked back wow yeah very cool. It was uh, a lot of a lot of fun. I I ended up getting away from from my first love of baseball, my second love of football, and my third love became my true love. Wow! Yeah. How about that? You're right. Yeah, it's hey, pretty baseball sweet. Baseball at heart, though, right? Yeah, gotta love that. <laughs> gotta love that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm assuming you obviously wrestled all the way throughout high school, and now you know coaching Gilbert, and uh, like as Woody said, youngest head coach in Arizona history, or. Uh, we don't, I mean, high school. Yeah. I, well, I kind of got lucky. Um, I got very lucky actually. So I was a Gilbert high school alumni as well. Um, so I wrestled there. Same athletic director is now as when I was there. Um, my dad and my uncles actually went to Gilbert high school too. Um, so (laughs) there's a little bit of a, of a legacy of a tradition, I guess you could say that goes through Gilbert, um, with the Richardson name, but my dad's high school wrestling coach from what i've heard met up with like met randomly with the athletic director in like a grocery store or some type of store he was talking you know asked about the wrestling team he goes well we don't really have a coach right (laughs) and i he knew that i was coaching um but i had left with my high school coach to mcclintock and i was coaching over there and i was having a great time and then i got a phone call randomly on like a july summer day (laughs) asking if i could come talk about wrestling with uh with dan hosh the athletic director and I talked to him and, you know, he basically said, asked me how I would run a program. And from being around coaching my whole life, I used to coach Pop Warner football um, when my brother played. And then my, when my brother stopped playing, my uncle and my dad started coaching Pop Warner football. So I hopped in, I joined, you know, I wasn't doing much teaching, but I was more just kind of there and I got to experience it. I got to see how they ran teams and, and my uncle, he's great with running a sports team he ran it very really 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 well yeah and so um basically i started coaching um i wasn't even planning on coaching wrestling and then i asked my little brother i said hey like do you want me in the room do you want me to help you out for your last two years of high school if not like that's cool tell me to get out sure. off and i yeah. will yeah. i you know i'll let you do you i've done this you know for eight years I'll, I'll let you have your glory yeah. and he wanted me to come in and, and wrestle with him help him out and so i did and and it kind of turned into me just developing the coaching style and the aspect and i really did fall in love with it um i had an opportunity to go 
wrestling college after one semester at community college okay. um i needed to get the gpa up yeah, yeah. a little bit a little bit of a slacker uh, yeah. um, <laughs> which <laughs> which is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah all athletes, we bro. all are right and so um <laughs> i was going to go that route and and after that first year of, of coaching i decided that i wanted to stay here and and just coach and mm. i wasn't even planning on being a head coach and then i get that phone call have that meeting and and he hires me he goes you know let me know what help i'll help you along the way and let's go that's and pretty so, badass yeah the, it was the, like 21 year old literally kid, like well i was four months after turning 21 you know i get this random call and i'm sitting there and i'm like is this you know i is this really happening a lot of right. people have to wait a long time to become a head varsity that's, coach of a sport oh, yeah. like that's not like it's usually not open right and and that's it, it took me a while. It took me about a week to confirm, you know, the job and the position. And I talked to, you know, my managers at the job that I worked at the time. I, I talked to my grandma, you know, just some mentors in my life. And they all said basically the same thing. When is this going to come up again? Yeah. This like when, when are you going to have an opportunity to take over? And so um, luckily I, I said yes, I listened to their advice, and then, you know, me growing up in sports, me watching sports and seeing sports, I, I figured out real quick, you know, it's not all about me being the head coach, it's mm-hmm. it's really about my assistants um, and the, wow. the people that I bring in. You know, if, if I brought in, I luckily I had two, you know, older coaches, one of them is still with me um, on the staff, and they... You know, they kind of helped help shape that first year. You know, that first year was a kind of a challenge year. I only had about seven, eight kids on the team mm-hmm. um, regularly at practice. And, you know, we took three kids to state, which, you know, was the first time Gilbert had anybody going to state in general in about four seasons, I want to say. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's crazy. It, it was a long, long time. And so that was, it was good. It was two seniors and a, a freshman that we took to state. And so it was kind of good to get off my feet that way and get yeah. going that way. And then um, I realized real quick, it literally is on the assistant coaches and your staff and your volunteers. If you have the right people around you and they know what they're doing, then you'll start to be successful. And so what I did is I said, okay, let's bring in people that wrestled higher than me, mm-hmm. had more accolades than me. Mm-hmm. You know, they were a better, cause I, I consider myself a good wrestler. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't a super, a I wasn't a superstar. Um, I was a good wrestler, but I'm a hundred percent a better coach. Um, probably because I love to learn the sport and I love to learn new things. And so bringing in these other guys, you know, I can let them coach what they're specifically good at, mm. you know? So I have, um, I brought in a coach last year. His name's Brandon um, Nagley, and he was a state champion up at St. John's in the 220 weight class. Okay. And so, you know, that's, that's a big boy. Sure. So I bring him down and now all of my big boy wrestlers, all of my football players that want to, my football linemen that want to come play, um, come want to wrestle, they can get taught by a guy who won a state championship at that weight. Wow. They're learning exactly what he did to be successful. And then um, I have, you know, my middleweight coach, he ended up wrestling. He was a multi-state placer. He wrestled a little bit in college in Illinois, you know, and he he is so knowledgeable. He's one of the older coaches that I have on my team. And, and he just has knowledge and knowledge and knowledge. And the way our ideas just bounce off each other, it really works really well. And it's funny because he's a big guy now, yeah. but he wrestled many middleweights. So, gotcha. he, so he coaches yeah, yeah. the middleweights, but it looks like he would be coaching the heavyweights. <laughs> gotcha. And we always give him a hard time about that. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, he, he knows his stuff. And so the team definitely wouldn't be as good um if we didn't have if i didn't have these guys around me um it's kind of i'm kind of trying yeah i'm I'm trying to take those guys kind of like the herm edwards approaching at asu for the football team Mm -hmm. you know he he brought in all former players right to be the coaches Mm -hmm. you know former high school players former or former college players former pro players that ended up coaching and being successful coaches he brought them in and asu you know what number 18 as of today in the country like they're like they're building you know they beat stanford we we have some sloppy games but we are getting better and better Mm -hmm. um and so that's what i'm trying to do and and there's some other people that I've, I'm trying to bring in this season as some volunteers that I really think are going to help us make that turning point and really hop over that edge. Wow. wow. 
Well, that's and, what makes them a good, and, good and, coach. Yeah, like yeah. the humbleness to not like be like, this is my program. I run it my way. But to, to go to an outer perspective and like really like grab that because. Well, and the results I mean, have you, showed You don't themselves. know everything and you can always be learning, especially from bigger guys and bigger yes. classes. Like that's yeah. such an interesting perspective. So like what's the difference of like wrestling when it when it happens at a 220 weight class when or versus like the really light guys at 130 or like something low? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a great yeah. question. Um, so, two very different styles because it's very two different body types. Right. Um, you know, if you watch a match, a wrestling match at 132 pounds, it's going to be, or even 126 pounds, even better. It's going to be high action, fast paced, a lot of movement, a lot of quickness. If you blink, you're going to miss something. Mm. Um, as to where if you were watching a 220 or a heavyweight match and heavyweight, the most you can weigh is 285. So it's so it's two twenty, and then if you, if you can't if you can't make two twenty, you're wrestling two eighty five. Wow, you know, but Holy those well, like, <laughs> that, <laughs> the disadvantage if you're at two twenty five and you're sitting up against a one two seventy yeah. dude, like yeah, I I will I will say so. The last state champion that Gilbert had um, was Keely Ellis, and and I actually was fortunate enough to wrestle with him. And he was a heavyweight, but he was a true heavyweight. And what we call a true heavyweight is they get done with football season as a lineman, mm-hmm. and they have to take two weeks to cut down to 285. Oh, wow. And we're going to get into cuts later. I really want to talk about cuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. cut. That's that's half a wrestling. Right <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, but a heavyweight match is it's slower. There's not going to be a lot of points scored. Um, it's going to be very few action, but when action does happen, it's – Boom, boom, boom. Mm. Um, a lot of throws happen in heavyweights because it's throws is pressure. You know, if, if you're pressuring into somebody a lot, then you can take that pressure to just drop and turn that guy. It's mm. it's a lot of hip movements. If you can have a good hip movement with good pressure added in, it's going to make for a really good heavyweight match. A lot of heavyweights, it's um, the final score will be within single-digit points and won't even go past five points sometimes because – um, you, there's three styles. So you start in the neutral position, standing up, and then periods two and three, you can start from the bottom position or the top position. You can choose. Now, oh. you can choose to start neutral. So you could have a match where you start neutral, and then I win my choice, and I pick to go neutral, and then you win your choice, and you can pick to go neutral too. Doesn't happen a lot, you especially to be on top, right? No bottom. No bottom. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. Um, because you do get a point for an escape. And so if, if you get up, so, so that's the whole thing. That's where the strategy comes into it. In you know, if, if I'm, especially in, yeah, heavy, in a say, heavyweight can I, match. Can I pause everything right yeah, now? Yeah, of course. Can we, can, we, can we talk about scoring right now? And just explain <laughs> to me all of scoring yeah. in wrestling. Because yeah. I had no clue about an escape was a point. Like, what's the point system and where do I need to get to? Um, yeah, I probably should have started with uh, <laughs> no, no, points. No, Forgive us for our ignorance. Yeah. We don't know much about uh, wrestling. Like it's it's yeah. yeah, it's my fault because I, I start talking about wrestling and then I can easily Ooh. forget that <laughs> I could be talking to somebody that doesn't know wrestling and I just I ramble, I ramble, I ramble. It's it's. Um, I think my girlfriend has learned more about wrestling from me rambling about <laughs> it than she has from watching me coach. I love that. And uh, I love that. Yeah. So basically. You start on your feet, and the whole goal of a wrestling match is to get your opponent on his back for three seconds. Sometimes it doesn't go till three seconds. Sometimes a ref will call a pin really quick. Um, But essentially, you want to get both shoulder blades on the mat. Now, getting to that process, you pick up points. And so if I take you down, it's two points. If you escape, that's one point. And then if... I turn you. So if I take you down, I've gotten the two points and now I'm going to try to put you on your back. If I turn you and if your back crosses 90 degrees, the ref will start counting to a five count. If he huh. gets, if he gets to two, then I get two points for a near fall. Cause I, I near, you know, nearly pinned you. If he reach all the way three to five, then I'm going to get three points for that. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, wow. There's a lot that goes into that, that yeah. I, I just thought it was like pin and you win. <laughs> you pin know? and win. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I thought. I, no, me too. Yeah, it's thought. well, a lot of a lot of people think that, yeah. um, and that's that's kind of where where wrestling um, gets gets super interesting, mm-hmm. and because it's there's a strategy to it. You can't just go out there and destroy. You know, you'll have. 
I've seen it more often than not, you know, a muscle head will go up and wrestle a, a lanky kid. And it's one of the craziest matches you'll see because that muscle head is going to get, you know, out, he's going to get his cardio is going to be beat by mm -hmm. the second, you know, second period. And then that other kid, you know, he's got so his limbs are so long that he can do certain moves that it's going to be harder for that other guy. And to he's do. probably not as tight. As, he's a little bit more mobile than the, the all yes. stocky kid, right? Yes. yes. So in theory, if, if you, if I were to pin a kid, but that kid got more points throughout the round than I did, I would still lose. It doesn't matter if you pin if you pin wow. them, you win because no, that's oh, that's oh, the oh, point. Oh, okay. So it's, okay. so it's kind of okay. so similar. So similar to UFC. Yeah. There, you know, you have knockout, TKO, gotcha. submission, gotcha, gotcha. and decision. So if you don't get the pin, then it goes to decision. Okay. But okay. Gotcha. you could. There's Clarity. also a tech fall. So a tech fall is 15 points. So if I oh. Beat you if I score fourteen points or fifteen points and you score zero points, mm -hmm. I'm going to beat you off technicality. Right. You know, basically it's mercy rule. It's no, saying, you know, you sense. can't you can't catch up to me, but I can't pin you. So I'm going to be a winner at fifteen points. I got you. You know, and a that lot of sense. times those techs will come at like the end of the second period or middle of the third period. So it's pretty much a whole wrestling match anyways at that point. Yeah. But yeah, essentially it's it's pins. Um Tech falls or not tech falls. That's just a pin. Um, there's pins and then there's a decision mm -hmm. and that's pretty much all. Um, but those, all those go towards a team point standings. Gotcha. So yeah, so it's individually, it's you and one other person on a mat, yeah. but there's also a team aspect to it, whether it's a single dual match where it's just school versus school sure. or whether it's a tournament. So, and tournaments work a little bit differently when it comes to points, but most of the time it's, there's always a tournament champion, team champion, you know, whatever team can come Accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. Yeah, no words. I'm Yeah. So sometimes those points can accumulate um, up, and that's how you get those state champions um, for teams. And so that's like so the state championships. You'll have individual state champion for every weight class, and then there's a team state champion as well. Gotcha. So yeah, like yeah. So for example, like last season, Gilbert finished in Division Two. Gilbert finished fifteenth out of thirty nine teams. You know, which is not too bad. That's yeah. the highest we've placed in a very, very long time since before I know. Right. Place. So, Damn. yeah, if I had to guess, it was probably 2013 is when we, when we reached that point. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and so that those points is uh, pin is six points. Okay. And then a technical is five, a tech is five. And then a major, or I'm sorry, a pin is six points, a tech is six points, a decision is five, major decision is five, which is by eight or more points. Yeah. And then a regular decision is three points. So, for the team. so say they, they pin the guy really quick and you only get your six points, or do you get it's eight with the takedown? No, it but so, like, so that doesn't, so the, the match score has nothing to do with your oh, team okay. score. So the overall yeah. Score, yeah. So, yeah. So I could be, the score could be Gilbert six, you know, Mesa zero. And, Mesa will pin one of the Gilbert kids, say it's in 10 seconds. Now it's six to six. Gotcha. And then gotcha. Gilbert, Gilbert could pin the Mesa kid the very next match. They, the Gilbert kid could be losing 14 to two, say, hmm. you know, and pin him in the third Step period. And then Gilbert now has six points. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. yeah. Right. Well, I know you wanted to get into this and I got a question <laughs> Let's go. again. Uh, you know, Pardon our, you know, we don't know much about wrestling over here. How many weight classes are there for wrestlers? Yes. And what's the, like, what are the ranges for the, for the certain class? Let me pull it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because so the, they just changed. Oh. The wrestling weight classes just changed this year. Like Interesting. two months, two months ago. Um, but it's the same amount. So it's 14 weight classes. Okay. Wow. 14 weight classes. 14. Is that the same in like UFC and stuff like that? Or no, no it's different. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know much about like UFC, boxing, wrestling, like any of those sports. Yeah, I mean, weight matters a lot, mm -hmm. or weight is a lot different in different sports. I right. would say, like the in like a jujitsu situation, the smaller guy can win, yeah. but like not in wrestling, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. not usually. Right. Yeah. So the weight classes for this season is for the boys. It's one hundred six, one thirteen, one twenty. 126, 132, 138, 
144. So all the way up to 138 is the same. Okay. It's the same weight classes. Now we're getting into the modified new weight classes. Um, so 144, like I said, and then 150, 157, 165, 175, 190, 215, heavyweight. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's it starts a, to get like a little bit bigger. That's a lot of weight classes up. though. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and there's such small increments that you can kind of cut into a lower weight class. And that's what a lot of wrestlers do. Like the higher weights, right? Yeah. Cutting is a very interesting thing. It definitely was a bigger thing back in the day. Um, and when I say back in the day, I mean every year up until probably 2012. Um, because, and, and what it was, was people would, you know, put the trash bags on, put the sauna suits on, they would run, they would spit, they would starve themselves. They would do all of that. It took me all the way until my senior year of high school to realize that if you diet, exercise, be smart, be disciplined, you can cut however much weight you want and still be able to perform. Wow. Um, That's a huge message for our wrestlers listening right now. Yeah, yeah. For Especially for all of my wrestlers. Yeah. You hear this every day at practice, but I'm saying it publicly now, so I'm not just blowing smoke. It's, well, no, I think it's, that's huge, though, because some of those methods are extremely unhealthy. Like, they're not healthy practices at all. Well, but yeah. when you talk about doing it properly through nutrition and you know just really focusing on on what you can control i mean that puts things in a completely different perspective for kids trying to cut and make weight yeah and some people got to realize they can't cut to like a certain number is gonna not especially in the development years is not necessarily Great like the point. perfect time to be doing that when you're still your body's trying to grow right you're like going through like that growth period where you hit your growth spurts and you hit those things right yeah that's perfect um Great because point. it's and i'm i personally think that I'm a result of that um, unhealthy. Learn by you know, example. I kind of, I kind of started cutting weight in seventh grade. It was only a couple pounds, mm -hmm. but I, you know, learned it from you know my dad. I learned it from my coaches, from my teammates. You know, that's that's what you had to do. It's know? just part of the and sport. Then, yeah, mm -hmm. part of the sport. You know, so so I did, I cut a couple pounds my seventh grade year. I cut a couple pounds in my eighth grade year. I didn't have to cut freshman year until the second half of the season. So once the holidays hit, I was eating everything because I was about five pounds overweight. <laughs> right. And yeah. then I ended up gaining those five pounds. And then it was like, oh, shoot, Wyatt's got to <laughs> cut a couple pounds to make 106. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so then sophomore year, it was about 10 pounds that I had to cut. And then... That's a substantial um, amount. Ju ju junior year. Oh, it gets better. Junior year, I cut, let's see, I wrestled 132 and I cut from 145. Um, and not to mention, these are all like lean wrestlers. They're not like people trying to lose 10 pounds, right. like, yeah. because they need to lose 10 yeah. pounds. This is, these kids already are like six packs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. right. And exactly. And so then my senior year, and this was all the unhealthy way, you know, it was whatever I had to do to make weight, I did. Mm -hmm. And, I missed weight once in my life, just once, one time I missed weight. Um, it was for a tournament at ASU and, uh, oh, man. man, that, that, that's a, a story right there. Um, <laughs> but it was, you know, because I was doing it the unhealthy way. Yeah. I had relied on my metabolism to save my ass. And so the end of practice on Thursday night, I left about a pound over and I said, perfect. I won't eat. I won't drink the rest of the night. I'll go to sleep, you know, I'll have two hoodies on, two pairs of sweats, wow. go to sleep and wake up at five, you know, six in the morning, ready to go for this wrestling tournament underweight. You know, I'll lose that weight in my sleep metabolism plus the fan being off and being hot and sweating. I'll lose it. No problem. And I woke up and I was still about a pound point two over. Wow. So on the bus ride from Gilbert to Arizona state, I'm spitting lemon heads in a bottle yeah you know and oh. and and it's it's hell like it's you know early in the morning i'm tired and then you have I no spit you have like no spit too. to spit yeah, yeah yeah and and it was worse once when i didn't make weight um i'm sitting there just watching my team warm up and my dad walks in the gym and he's already not happy that i missed weight <laughs> yeah and so he sees me sitting on my butt and he's like your team's warming up what are you doing sitting on your butt are you why are you feeling sorry for yourself you need to get your wrestling shoes on. You need to go on that mat and you need to help out your teammates. 
before I could put my wrestling shoes on, he told me to put my tennis shoes on and go outside and run the field about a hundred times <laughs> no until, until, until I lost until that pound. Lost <laughs> that pound. No so this is pre-competition. Yeah, this is pre. Now I didn't get a. If you don't make weight, you don't wrestle. Um, some tournaments and some matches, there's an exception. If there's nobody in the weight class higher, you could get bumped up. Gotcha. Um, but generally speaking, if you don't make weight, you don't wrestle. And so that's that's. A, a common misconception is people think you have to come in and it's lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. Right. You're going to lose five to 10 pounds in the first two weeks of wrestling practice mm -hmm. to begin with, or even wow. over the season. Um, there was a kid that graduated my second year of coaching. He, his freshman year, he weighed 190 and his senior year, he wrestled 145. Wow. You oh know. wow yeah and it's and that it was all his baby fat that he lost that yeah. he had growing up you know he started working he started doing conditioning working out and it just came off it, you know came off like butter right yeah um and and a lot of my kids a lot of the new kids will come into my room and they'll say hey coach you know what do i have to cut to like this is what i weigh what, how much weight do i have to lose and i go you don't have to lose weight mm -hmm. i go if you come up to me and you say, coach, what do I have to do to be the best I can be to be a state champion? I might tell you, you have to cut down to a weight class or two. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, if you don't want to cut weight, I'm not going to make you cut weight. I'm not going to look at you differently because you don't want to cut weight. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, it's a very hard thing to do. Yeah. And it's a very hard thing for high school kids to try to adjust to, you know, especially because they're not buying their own meals. So it's yeah. up to them to tell their parents what they have to do to be the best. And then it's up to their parents to believe them and say, okay, you're really serious about this. Yeah. I'll buy you the stuff that you have to eat, Totally, you know, and I'll do my part and I'll get you what you need, but you got to do your part and you got to, you know, work, for, work at it and mm -hmm. work for it. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes, you know, the parents, the parents don't care that much. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And they won't get that stuff for that. Or they don't believe you. Exactly. Yeah, really. Um and that's and that's the part that sucks and it's unfortunate but it's up to, you know, the wrestler if he really wants to be a champion, he's going to find a way. Yeah. Um hmm. it, Yeah, and great it's message. It, yeah, it's cutting weight is one of those things where, you know, my in my senior year, I didn't get to that point. Um I weighed 170 pounds the first day of practice. I was already planning to cut to 145. I had cut to 145 for a tournament in um, a week before the season started. It was the, the Freak Show National Tournament in Vegas. And I cut there and I had a good performance. I felt really good. I felt really strong. I hired um, a classmate of mine. Her brother just became a personal trainer. And so I was kind of his first client, you mm -hmm. know, trial client. And, sure. and it worked really well. We, we had a good chemistry. Um, he got me really strong. Basically, he got me into lifting because I never lifted until my senior year. Right. I did 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 pull-ups, and I ran like a mile every night i tried that's what i tried to do <laughs> dude okay sometimes, so sometimes sometimes i want to do it you know because I, I know my dad will probably listen to this and he's probably going to sit there and go bullshit oh, whatever <laughs> you, you did not do that every day you know i i tried to do it as much as i could could i have done it more yes did i dude i think that's a great thing to drive home though too even for high school athletes whether you're in wrestling or not like yeah. you don't have to start lifting it's actually not really great for your joints if you start lifting at such Too an early, early age yeah. He started lifting his what senior year yep. of high school, yep. but doesn't, mean, but it doesn't mean you can't work out and yeah, get better. Yeah, like exactly. you can you can do exactly. the push ups, you can yeah, do yeah. the pull ups. Those are things you're allowed to yeah. do. Yeah, and it's body weight. You know, yeah. so you're not going to injure yourself from doing things like that. You know, unless yeah. you obviously go too hard or whatever it may be. But yeah, you're not going to. You have a significantly lower chance of getting injured doing that and there's such a going to the great gym. reward yeah for like you know being more athletic in your sport yeah. growing up oh so, it's like functional like, exercise exactly too. yeah yeah that's that's sweet yeah it was it was nice because i did that you know three years of high school and and you know i took my dad's advice by doing that and i tried to do as much as i could and it really helped me i was strong and then after my junior year i, I didn't make it to state and so my dad basically said we gotta start lifting weights like we gotta get strong that mm -hmm. was the one thing that separated you from the pack was getting like being strong mm -hmm. and so that's what happened you know i started talking to my classmates that i sat beside and i'm like man i gotta get stronger get stronger and that's how i met sam the guy that ended up training me mm -hmm. um and so then 
fast forward senior year, you know, I, so I gained a lot of muscle. That 170 was a lot of muscle that I gained over that summer because it was that whole summer. So I was going to camps. I was doing, you know, off season tournaments. I was doing as much wrestling and lifting as I could do. Cause I realized I had one year left and you had a cut to 145. You said, yeah. Yeah. And so, but I had, so I had a meal plan. I had a diet it, it planned out and I tried it before the season started. What's which, what? 25 which, pounds? 25 yeah. pounds. 25. Yeah. Uh, it, hey, it gets, it gets better. Listen, as an athlete already. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Listen to this. It gets better. It so mind. first half of the season goes by great. You know, um, I think I was 15 and two going into like the Christmas break. Oh, so yeah. I was, I was very, I had made a huge improvement and most of it was up to the new coach I had. I, unfortunately I had three head coaches in four years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. And that's, that's another reason why I'm so passionate about my coaching is cause I don't want these kids to have to go through that. Cause it's, you know, it's tough. Um, that's inspiring, you know, man. Gilbert, yeah. Gilbert wrestling and Gilbert football basically had the same exact, you know, three coaches, coaching spree, you know, in the same time, mm-hmm. you know, so a lot of my good friends who played football, you know, they feel that pain. Yeah. They go, Hey, we feel you. We had, we had three and four years too, man. And sure. that's, it's yeah. even rougher for a football team. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up making that huge improvement. Well, I got my butt kicked one of the very first matches after, um, the winter break, I got my butt kicked by a guy who was, you know, he ended up, I think, getting second in state that year or he oh, was wow. the state champion that okay. year at the 145 weight class yeah um and i went to my coach and you know i i told him me and him he, i kind of looked at him and he kind of knew what i was saying in my head and he said look you got to cut to 140 so after so after oh, winter break, let me let me say this even real quick <laughs> after after winter break the weight classes go up by two pounds you get two pounds so 138 becomes 140, 147 becomes, or 145 becomes 147. Oh, so the, like they give you like a little leeway. It's a two pound allowance. Yeah, because a, a lot of kids, you know, eat a lot during Thanksgiving sure. and Christmas. Yeah, that makes sense. And winter yeah, break, smart. that you know, that winter break yeah. is cold. A lot of food gets put in the body. So, you know, two cool. two pounds. And hey, not to mention, there's a lot less light in the day. So you you definitely you have a different hormone body response. Guilty, and yeah. yeah. Lots yep. of stuff. You you put on the pounds in the winter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so coach goes, hey, you got to gotta gotta go down five more pounds <laughs> in your head were you just like shit oh, or were no. you like oh were, were you like hey i mean like <laughs> if i get a, you know whatever the rest I, of it, yeah. it was one of those things where i would sit in my truck before i drove home and i was like <laughs> chicken and rice oh. it's not that bad yeah. it'll be worth it it'll be worth it just, yeah you it's part of the process you just got to do it right. you know but it was it was really rough um mm. i definitely had my fair share of cheats um you know i would i would have to stop to get gas and you know see a little yogurt thing and oh yeah like, oh well it says it's only <laughs> 40 calories like i'm gonna burn that when i you know run 50 steps in my That's run right. tonight like yeah. Yeah. i'm gonna burn it i could enjoy it now so i definitely had my fair share of, of you know cheats which sure. which made me have to work harder because the co- our coach my coach had a rule you couldn't leave practice until if it was a day before a tournament or match you can't leave practice until you're at weight so he knows did you make weight see yeah every year senior every, year okay, yeah you made it so okay, so yeah, i only I had that one miss weight yeah, that, that was, was my junior okay, year cool, cool. right cool, cool. So and you so, made this for 140 yeah, yeah yeah so that, i dude that's tw- that my last <laughs> that's so much weight dude. my very so i got super super serious super strict the last two weeks and you know i qualified for state and the state tournament my very last weigh-in of my high school career listen to this 134.8 it was it, i remember the exact Whoa. number because of the number that it is i was 0.8 away from the next weight class down oh you would have it won was, state if you would have made it there. It was oh insane. Gosh. It was insane. Where was your headspace at? Like when you like, did you feel healthy? Yeah. I, oh, good question. Good I question. I felt healthy. I didn't quite look that healthy. Like just anorexic. I, like, I have a picture. I would expect it to be the other way around. That you would feel. I mean, especially trying to cut that damn. Near, so you waited in at once. So you lost, dude, <laughs> I'm just trying to do the math in my head here. So you started school 175, you said, or 170? 170 is what I started this Your senior at. year. Yep. And then you got down to 130. Yeah. So what is that? 30, 38. Holy. Dude, now, I, I did it as healthy. Uh, that, that was as healthy as I could have made it. 
um, the cut you're saying the like, cut. okay yeah okay it, it, so that you know makes sense and so you. as going back to that um part that i was talking about you know the parents buying in mm-hmm. i'm very 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 fortunate that my parents bought in 100 right you know um my dad said what's your meal plan and i i gave it to him and sunday my mom and dad you know they and now i had i helped out sometimes as much as i could but they made my meals for me you know they made them they said yeah. hey, now yeah. don't cheat because mm-hmm. here's your stuff mm-hmm. we bought it we made it we prepared it right you eat it because mm-hmm. all you have to do is you eat and you go perform we did our job you do your job yeah. you know i was very very fortunate for that you know if it weren't for that it would have been a really really difficult time to cut down to oh, that totally weight. you know i yeah. my energy level wouldn't have been as high i wouldn't have been as strong i wouldn't have been mentally there um but cutting to that i was there uh, yeah. which was awesome to kind of the opposite side of the coin here, someone who never wrestled in high school or anything like that. I was always super scrawny, late to my uh, you know growth growth spurt. So I was always, always like, how do I put on the most amount? How of do you put possible? on weight? Yeah, He's like over exactly. here, just like cut, cut, right? Cut, cut. Yeah, well, because baseball, like, like, baseball, every other sport, not just base, most yeah. other sports, yeah. you're you're trying to put on weight, Pretty like much. good weight at least. Yeah, and so like to hear this perspective is just like mind boggling to me. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time. It's sports specific, right? I mean, like, had I been in wrestling, it would have been a completely different story, I'm sure. I probably yeah, wouldn't have definitely. been a twig, you know, because I don't know. I, like, I, I just, I try and think about, I try and compare it to kind of the experience I went through in high school. And it was like, eat as much as you can, whenever you can, doesn't matter what it is, put it in your body, like, let's go. Yeah. And I would just burn it off. Like, all, like, my metabolism was just insane. And so losing weight for me would be easy, yeah. I would think, but who knows? So this is me and my training partner the day before we left for state. After I made my last, I had my last final sauna session. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Just skinny, skinny boys. Yeah. Wow. So now I look, you know, I look super skinny, um, but I felt good. I felt really good. Gotcha. Um, I was eating the right stuff. You know, that first day of state, because state used to be held in Prescott. Mm -hmm. So we would go up. You know, Thursday night and then Friday we were ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, get used to go for a run, get used to the elevation, get your lungs prepared, and then you're good to go. You know, my coach, he had my meal for me. He had it planned. We did our workout back to the hotel. He said, eat this. I said, you got it. I went to sleep, mm-hmm. woke up the next morning, and I felt really good. I felt like a killer. I felt, you know, ready to, to go accomplish, you know, my goals that I worked my whole life for basically Mm -hmm. you know and and it worked out really well i was very fortunate that you know i unfortunately i didn't place um but i was a match away and the match that i got eliminated and i i left it all out there it Mm -hmm. was one of those things where a lot of people leave that mat and they go man if i could wrestle that match one more time i would do this different i this this and it's in their head a lot you know right. um you know they talk about it 10 years down the road when they're oh, having yeah. the beers with their friends <laughs> yeah. like yeah, man yeah. i would i would have yeah, placed that, that stand <laughs> yeah. if i would have done this instead of this and you know i when people ask me i go hey you know i i can't i tried man yeah i just i just was not the better guy that day mm-hmm. um you know i i feel like me and that guy that i wrestled we were very similar in style um you know and and he just he got the best of me that day yeah you know, and it, it hurt. It hurt a lot. What a mature point of view to look back at it like this far out though and still be yeah. like, dude, yeah. I left it all out there. Like, and like, I mean, that's honestly a very mature. That's all you can ask for in yeah, your humility in any sport. Seriously. Seriously. And that's what I try to tell my wrestlers now. I'm like, and that's, I don't, going back to the cut, cutting weight thing, you know, I tell them you don't have to cut weight. A kid came up to me last week and said, coach, for this season, what am I going to have to cut to? Because I had a couple of my other kids going on the scale and they're like, okay, coach, I'm going to cut to this. Coach, I'm going to cut to this. Which, you know, they're juniors and seniors. Mm-hmm. They've gone they through the, the process. They know, yeah, they know the routine. They know that they have to cut a couple pounds. They're already planning it. They're already starting the diet in their head. You know, they're coming to practices. They're working out. You know, so that's different. You know, these freshmen and these sophomores, I go, you're not cutting any weight, dude. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah. you weigh, I go, you weigh 125 pounds. You're going to wrestle 126. And if you lose five pounds naturally from wrestling, you know, you'll wrestle 120. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, so I really don't stress the whole cutting weight thing. Um, unless you, your personal, 
um, achievements depend on it. Mm -hmm. You know, if that wrestler comes to me and says, coach, what do I got to be? What do I got to do to be a state champion? What do I got to do to be the best? What do I got to do to be a collegiate wrestler? I'm going to say, well, first of all, we got to go down a weight class because your wrestling guy is a lot bigger than you, Mm -hmm. which is normally the case. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately a lot of, a lot of the wrestlers, don't like to listen to me until it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one one of my studs on the team. You know, last season I told him, I told him every day, "Hey, you're you're too heavy. Still, we got to get down here. We got to get down here." And he barely. So we do certifications at the beginning of the year, body mass index. You know, you stand on the scale, and it says it, bring, it prints out a report that says you can only lose this much weight per week. So it, sometimes it'll say you can only go down to, you know, 132 pounds. Ah, so even though it regulates. And, yeah, I got you. But so it's, you it's mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. of a rigged system, though, because a lot of kids go past that weight. So oh, I have a lot of kids that they certify because certification has to be done before your first match. So we have a month from the first day of practice to the first match. This season's is exactly a month, November 1st, December 1st. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, there will be a kid that will certify. And I try to do certifications as late as I can, you know, give those returning kids a time to cut, you know, give everybody a chance to get healthy and yeah. then we can go see where we're at. Yeah. Well, a lot of times a kid will step on the scale and it'll come back. He won't have a lot of body fat to begin with. And so it'll come back. The report will come back and say, you can only cut down to, you know, you weighed in at 135. You can only cut down to 134, you know? So now he has to wrestle the 138 pound weight class until it, until the schedule says he can Uh, go to 134, but every single weigh in has to be lower than the other one or else the system recalculates, Right. you know, but there's times where I'll have, I had one kid last year who weighed in certified at about 134 and by the last match of the season, he naturally weighed 120 pounds because his baby fat just cut off. But technically he couldn't, you know, luckily he was a freshman. So I was able to line up with some other freshman coaches, some matches for him. But, you know, if it was a varsity match, it's, he couldn't wrestle 120 pounds. Right. You know, the, the index report says that he has to be 132 pounds which it so it's a little bit of a of a messed up system um you know i'm not a huge i mean it's fan not perfect it. but they're I mean, what is really but it, it is a regulation it, at least it there is, is a you system. know they're they're trying to keep it regulated which is great that's what they need right. it needs to be um you know but yeah it's the cold cutting weight thing is it's crazy you know and it's i think it's a really big misconception and i think that's why the sport um has lost popularity and mm-hmm. i feel like that's why it's harder for us to regain back up because wrestling did go kind of downhill a little bit. Um, you know, the Olympics tried to take them out of the Olympics in 2016. And then we ended up fighting back and women's wrestling was actually the main reason why it came back. Mm. Um, because women's wrestling is one of the fastest growing collegiate sports right now in the nation. And so, you wow, know, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Women's, women's wrestling right now is starting to really pick up. And I huh. feel like a big part of that is because it gives them a chance to learn natural self-defense. Yeah, I mean, it makes yeah, sense. And uh, you had a female on your team? Yeah. So uh, when I, my first year, in my first class, I had a female. Um, I had a girl and she was very, very good, very skilled. Um, she went, made it to state her first year. She was part of that three. It was her and then two guys. She didn't place. It was a, the state tournament at the time was one and done. Um, so you had one match and if you won, you moved on. If you lost, you were eliminated. <laughs> Yeah, and and she was actually winning that match and then got caught and got pinned. She got pinned. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's and it happens, you know. And so she worked her butt off. Her sophomore year, she placed second at state. And it was a regular turn. It was a 16 woman bracket. She had to go through the ring of fire. Um, you know, she won her sectional tournament, made it to state, and lost to the number one seed, I believe. It was the one or the three seed that she lost to in the mm. finals. Mm, nice. You know, but she made it to that final. So unfortunately, she didn't finish her wrestling career, which is totally okay. You know, mm. it happens. You know, but she was ranked really high. We had a lot of um we were very happy. We we had a lot of positivity going towards girls wrestling especially at gilbert high school because it was the first girl to place for gilbert high school and um so then last season i didn't really have any competitive females that were wrestling you know every single day um but this year i actually had one that transferred in from a school called valiant prep which is a basically like a wrestling private school they're not part of aia 
Mm. So like we will, I will never face Gilbert. Will never face them. They go to national tournaments, yeah. national exposure. They're like a Bishop Gorman type. Y- thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. almost yeah. exactly like that. Just you know, they kind of specialize in wrestling. Um, and they've they've done a lot to put Arizona on the map for wrestling in nationals. This past summer, they had I think three or four champions um, okay. in in like high school division. And so they're really putting wrestling in Arizona on the map, which is really good. Yeah. Um, and so she she transferred in. Her sisters go to Gilbert High, and so she transferred in and. And, um, you know, I, I think it's mainly because she wants to be a state champion and she wants to be known a lot of her, I think she has a lot of friends that wrestle and, you know, they wrestle at the other high schools around us and they are kind of well-known, you know, they're in the paper, they're in the, you know, articles online, they're ranked in the state. And I think, you know, she wants a little bit of that because she knows she's that good. Right. You know, she's a stud. And so she, you know, she's got a lot of confidence going into this season and, you know, it's, nice for the team because she brings a different attitude in there that's pretty sick you know yeah yeah yeah, because you know it's it's guys and wrestling it's there's a lot of testosterone you know built (laughs) up in that room especially at at gilbert we have a brick wrestling room and you know the the air gets hot yeah it gets hot in there there. oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah and so you know she comes in and and she you know she has a you know a positive attitude she's got kind of that l- little bit of a girly vibe you know yeah. she's not really that like girl that's full-on tomboy Tom. wrestler you know she she's you know a girl that likes to do you know girl things and she steps on the mat and she instantly in a snap becomes a badass wow. and, and she goes that's she awesome. you know i tell my team this all the time i tell people that i talk to all the time i go in wrestling it's all about you and the person stepping across from you it's one-on-one it doesn't matter yeah, if it's your mom we play if it's team your, sports yeah right. if it's, if it's, if it's your mom your grandma your brother your sister you know a stranger your girlfriend it doesn't matter you know your boyfriend if they step in the circle and if once you shake hands and that whistle blows there's no relations it's huh. i'm going to do what i got to do yeah. to pin you to get you to you know to get the win yeah um and she kind of brings that attitude but she also is a natural leader Mm. instantly she instantly came into the room and she became a natural leader she you know wanted to be a good part of this team she likes to push the other kids on the team which is really good you know because a lot of times and it's changed now because girls wrestling is an official sport so girls don't wrestle boys girls wrestle only I, was girls. Go, I was going to ask boys. that yeah that, that question gets that. asked all the time and, because, and especially in high school because like how do I mean, some learn? girls aren't fully Well, if you only have one girl on the team, how do you train her? Yeah, so she well, she practices with the boys. Yeah, um, but and, she'll only but she will only wrestle females in competition. Yes. Okay. Yes. Only only in competition. Which makes sense. She'll only do Which makes girls tournaments. Sense. Yeah. So like I have my varsity boys, I have them right now. Um, I have our tournament schedule completed, so they'll go to five tournaments. My JV team, my JV and freshmen will do two, maybe three tournaments. I'm kind of deciding right now. Mm-hmm. And I have her signed up for four tournaments already. Um, so, you know, so one of our coaches will take, since it's just her, and we may get a couple other girls on the team, you know, because it's word of mouth and recruiting before the season starts, because I don't, I don't even know how big my team's going to be yet this year. Mm. Um, so we may get a couple more in, which would be awesome, and it would be great. Yeah. But if it does end up just being her, either myself or one of my other assistant coaches will take her to that tournament or take her to that other school so she can get matches as well. Gotcha. And so it, it's that's when it comes down back to that aspect of your coaches. You know, you have to have a good coaching staff that will, you know, be on board, you know, coaches that are okay with not being at that varsity tournament because they're going to the JV tournament and coaching those kids at the same, you know, the same weekend because it happens, you know, or a coach leaving the varsity team and not coaching the varsity boys because he's taking the girl to her tournament, you know, and all of my coaches, they're all on board. They're all in, in they, for all their kids. They, they, that's, they, and that's I've, that I got, shows the kids a lot too. I'm very, I'm very lucky. I'm very grateful that I have coaches that are all in like that. They want nothing but the best from the boys and the girls, and they want it. You know, they they like to join my mission, and it's one team, and it's what can we do to be the best overall team? Um, you know, in the '80s and the '90s. Gilbert was feared. You know, people didn't want to wrestle Gilbert. Right. They, they were a, a good school. They were mean. They got after you and they got wins. And then it kind of dropped off a little bit in the 2000s. And now I'm trying to bring that back. And I tell the kids this. I go, I want kids to look at the schedule and go, oh, shoot, we got Gilbert this week. Right. Or, mm-hmm. oh, shoot, we got to work hard next week because we got yeah. Gilbert. Yeah. Oh, man. 
You know, that's that's ultimately the goal that I want. Strike fear uh, into your opponents before I, you even you get know, there. You know, I do. I do. You know, a little a yeah. little Cobra Kai uh, <laughs> reference there. You know, no mercy. No mercy. When you're on that mat, it's no mercy. These aren't your friends. These aren't your friends. They aren't, you know, they're they're not your their brothers. Um, you know, it's it's a match, one versus one. When that match ends, best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give you a hug. I'll tell you I love you. I'll buy you a popcorn and a soda at the snack bar. You know, but when we shake hands in that circle, no friendship. Hmm. Nothing at all. Not till a pin. No, yeah. yeah. I, I for that whole six minutes, I don't know you. Right. You in in my head, kind of what I told myself when I wrestled was, you know, the person across from me, he's trying to take my goals away from me. He's trying to take my dreams, my aspirations. He is trying to literally ruin my career. So that changed my mindset. That's what made me flip my switch. Because mm. that's that's what it is. It's a lot of people don't want to hurt another person. Psychological battle. Yeah, it's wrestling. I tell people wrestling is 75% mental. You know, you have to win the mental game in your head before you can win the match every time. Oh, yeah. You know, and so that's people that's understand. once I was able to get that flip switch, you know, I went on that mat and I was I was business. Whether I won or I lost, it, it was business. And then once that match ended, you know, if we saw each other in the hallways and he wanted to, you know, dab me up you know we dab each other up yeah that's what's up well i mean it sounds like the program's in the right trajectory for sure definitely i mean and the supporting cast i mean that's a huge thing big message to drive home not only for sports man like if you're a leader in any organization you know you're only as good as as your weakest link and so you're not going to bring in weak links you're going to bring in dudes who are powerhouses in their weight classes in this instance or maybe like have a a better perspective that you don't have exactly yeah Yeah. a different great message yeah all right. Well, before we get out of here, I'm sure we're almost out of time, but yeah. uh, let's talk a little bit about your personal training background and some of like your methods and like what you your style of personal training is when you work with clients. Because uh, you are a wrestling coach, but I mean, you also take on clients as well at Elevate with us. And um, how does that differ um, when you work with regular people? Yeah, it, it definitely differs very differently um, because I, you know, I don't have any clients that were wrestlers. Yeah, it's not no, like, of course I'm, not. You know, I'm not. I'm not coming to give somebody a wrestling workout and say, "All right, well, I'm going to put you through the ringer. Let's see if you survive." <laughs> you know, that's yeah. that's not. Luckily, that's not how <laughs> my mind works. Uh, you know, it, it all depends on on the person's goals. You know, luckily, I have um, a wide variety of knowledge of fitness, um, and I've gotten to experience and help weight loss with the wrestling and you know a lot of trial and error from whether it be myself or whether it be my wrestlers or even the people I've already started to train you know there's a lot of trials and errors and it's trial and error in everything that you do you know so so weight loss it's always nothing is more satisfying to me than seeing one of my wrestlers succeed so I brought in that aspect and that you know mindset to my personal training Mm -hmm. and it's I want you to succeed I want you to tell me what the goals you want are. And then it's my job as a personal coach, you know, and, and personal trainer is the technical word, the technical term, but I like to go but back like to a that lifestyle coach. coach. Yeah. I like yeah. to go back to that coach term. Um, I love the coach term. My, my friends call me coach. Hmm. You know, a lot of yeah. people call me coach because it's, that. it's, that's the mindset that I have. It's, you know, let's, let's be better. I want to do whatever I have to do to help you. But at the same time, you have to do your part too. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I can give you all the information. You got to hold up your end of the bargain for sure. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to give you that weight loss sheet, and it's up to you to follow that. Mm -hmm. You know, or I'm going to tell you, you work out with me three days a week and find time to exercise two days a week on your own. It's up to you to get that two parts done. And then when you're with me for those three days, I will do what I have to do to get you to your goals. Um, Now, I I I like to train, you know, athletes and performance athletes, strength athletes, build the strength up, build up the endurance, you know, just because that's what I've done my whole life. But general personal training and getting people back into shape, getting people back into exercise, that brings a lot of joy to me too. Um, because it's getting normal, ordinary, regular people, or even friends and family to hop on something that I love. Um, you know, fitness was something I loved and then I kind of went away from. And then after coaching, I realized, shoot, if I don't keep up with my exercise, mm-hmm. these kids are just going to 
beat not, the hell out of me. Well, they're not going to respect you. And, and, then, and then as well, yeah. they're not going to yeah. respect me. They're going to be like, dang, yeah. coach isn't that strong. Coach isn't that fast. Yeah. Coach can hardly go five seconds. You know, yeah. and that's a, a strength <laughs> that's of mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that. Can't get past a podcast episode without a, that's what she said joke. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's funny. You know, so I, I try to kind of put that together and um, shoot, I kind of. I know that that is so my bad. (laughs) I had to though. No, yeah, that that fit in perfectly. Um, Um, Strategy, personal training. Yeah, 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 yeah. strategy, strategy. Um, And then what was what was that last thing I said? Other than the five seconds. Dude, that's, that's you're, my, just that's, saying, you're talking about how if you're a coach and you're not in great shape that you're you know yeah you're, oh, the yes, respect yes, thing yeah. yes yeah. okay um so yeah that's what i try to do is lead by example lead yeah lead by example and so then i started working out consistently every day and then it got to a point where i didn't like working out by myself because i was working out by myself every day consistently for about seven months mm-hmm. and i i didn't like it i wasn't a fan of it and then Finally, um, I kind of told my friends and my assistant coaches, like my close homies, and then my assistant coaches, I was like, why don't we work out after practice? Mm-hmm. We're at the high school. Yeah. We're here. Why not just work out together? Yeah. Like we can push each other. It can help me. Cause at this point, I had kind of switched my mindset to transfer from being that sports broadcast journalist for a career mm-hmm. into kind of being a personal trainer. Because being a personal trainer, I can coach. And I have a I have a free schedule to coach, and it adds to your coaching ability. It, yes, it yeah. just makes me a better coach in general. And yeah. and you know, it, you grow up, and people tell you, don't work to work, work because you love it. You know, and if you mm-hmm. love what you do, it's not work. Yeah, right. You have to work yeah. a day and in your so, life. Exactly. Yeah. And so you know, if I'm helping people get their goals and you know get stronger get better and then i'm helping my wrestlers and the youth get better and the whole sport of wrestling you know grow wrestling is the thing right now it's it's grow wrestling grow wrestling get more people involved because it was a sport that's dying and now we're trying to bring it back and you know a lot of a lot of guys my age our age um they're starting to get into coaching and a lot of more you know 24 25 26 year olds are taking over programs or helping out with programs and it's you know these younger guys are starting to bring the programs back and right. wrestling starting to grow a little bit bigger and so that's why i wanted to kind of switch my careers because i want to be able to keep growing wrestling i want to build a program at gilbert i want to build a dynasty really is what i want you know because i'm a very competitive person obviously as a yeah. wrestler yeah. and so that. you know since i can't compete anymore my competitiveness comes from my coaching you know and so i want to win i want my wrestlers to win i don't want to lose i don't like losing um i don't like it at all i know you learn a lot from losing but i you know it's not fun i don't enjoy it (laughs) the wrestlers don't nobody enjoys it yeah you know nobody not the goal (laughs) exactly so i just want to bring that winning attitude that winning aspect and so if i can bring that to my career and if I can bring that to the wrestlers and the youth and the next generation, I feel like it would only just help everybody. And then I'm loving what I do. Dude. I'm yeah. never going to dread. I love. Yeah, I'm never going to dread waking up. I'm going to be able to wake up, train people, make people better, get people to reach their goals. And then I get to go coach, help these wrestlers and these kids become better wrestlers, better athletes, but most importantly, uh, better people. You know, mm-hmm. ultimately, I want to win, Yes. I want my wrestlers to be state champions, yes. But you but, leave a lot of impact on their lives. Like yeah, the goal is to, you know, leave an impact on their lives, but get them to the next level. Whether yeah, it's wrestling it. or not, you know, getting them to college, especially since the main reason I didn't wrestle in college was because of my grades. I stress it so, so, so much on these kids. You know, I have a mandatory study hall that we have an hour before practice. And if any of my wrestlers listen to this before the season happens, mm-hmm. This is your breaking news announcement. And it's just now happening because we didn't do it. The I've been trying to get it the last couple of years and I finally got it this year. Um, and nice. it, it's got me really excited because these kids need to get the good grades. They yeah. need to go to that next level, whether it be a trade school, whether it be community college, a university, or even wrestling in college, or even the military. Community college. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm community college guy, oh, you know. Nice and so it's-, it's no matter what level it is, they gotta reach that level. Yeah. You know, I don't want mm-hmm. them to stop at high school. And a lot of my coaches have that same philosophy. And so we kind of just try to bring that to the team. And then it just, it creates a positive vibe. It creates a good 
lifestyle habit team culture well that's the price too right that's the price you pay if you want to get to where you you know your your destination obviously there's there's working out and staying with the program and everything like that but i mean just as big of a part is keeping your grades up unfortunately sometimes for some of us who don't enjoy the classroom but it like it's part it's of just it. part of the deal. It's you signed up for it, and it's the price. And you pay if you're going to play paradise. in high school or college, yeah. you have to go to high school or college. You can't just <laughs> wrestle. Like it, that would be club. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah, dude. Well, this was an awesome cast. Yeah. Wyatt, thanks for coming yeah, I, on, my dude. I hope, I hope you guys liked it. I hope I didn't Loved it, ramble dude. ramble on a lot. I know <laughs> with with wrestling, I can I can kind of go on and on, and you know the English teachers like to say. You know, you're going to just have run-on sentences. And run-on sentences. <laughs> you know what? I have a ton of run-on sentences. So hopefully, you know, everything made sense. And, you know, hopefully people will enjoy listening to this and listening to a little bit about wrestling and, 100%. you know, Gilbert High School. and Go know, Gilbert hope, High School wrestling, baby. Yeah, hope, hopefully, you know, you guys will let me back after the season. And, you know, we can kind of talk about the challenges that I faced and the results that I had. Seat's always yeah. open, man. Yeah. Seat's let's, always open Let's for talk you. about some state champions when you get back. Yeah, yeah, for real. I am more than happy to do that. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> good shit, man. This is a good podcast. I'm going to learn a lot when I'm editing this tomorrow for sure, especially about, I mean, wrestling and everything. Because I, you know, that's not really something that I was familiar with. I mean, I knew kids in high school mm-hmm. who wrestled. Yeah. My brother did boxing in high school, so it's not like the same kind of deal. But um, yeah, I learned, a, I learned a shit ton that I didn't know about boxing before this. So I mean, wrestling. R- wrestling. Yeah, I just said boxing because my brother was a boxer. Wrestling, right? boxing. Um, but anyway, yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, but I appreciate definitely your time, man. It's good to meet you as well. Woody introduced me to you. Yeah, you not, as well. Not long before this. So um, great podcast. And yeah, especially, you know, if, if you know anyone wrestling in high school, if you're listening out there, if you know, if you know a leader, you know, in your organization who wants to get better. I mean, this dude just laid out like a blueprint of why of how you're turning around this uh this program so yeah and it works i want to like really hammer in the point it works in more than just sports man like this is something that can you know be applied through any industry really any any aspect of your life too if you want to be a successful leader so yeah all the concepts applied like the people you bring around you what you put in your body and when you put it in your body and how you take care of your body right and and the mindset behind it yeah Yeah, it kind of goes back to you know you learn something new every day yeah. You know, and that's even with me, whether it's personal training, whether it's coaching, whether it's from another coach, you know, cause I, you know, like, like you said, I kind of laid a blueprint out, um, but that blueprint still is in its rough draft. Oh, yeah. You know, that blueprint's yeah, yeah, going to be, you know, I'm trying to yeah. learn, I'm trying to take everything I can from all of these other coaches that will, you know, talk to me and, and give me advice. You know, I like to take everything that they're saying and I like to put it in. What can I, out of everything they're giving me, what can I use and what can I put into my program to make mine better? Totally. You know, and it's, and that's, yeah. that's the thing that I, I hope, you know, if any other coaches, like a moldable blueprint. Yeah. If, if, if any other, you know, yes. coaches listen to this in the state, you know, I just hope that you know we kind of work more together as a team of coaches yeah so you know if, if any of the coaches any of the other coaches in arizona are listening to this you know we really got to come together as one we have to be one team essentially um i know the head coach at gilbert um ala gilbert they he kind of started national coaches association which bloomed and it, it blew up really really fast and it's i think it's a great idea i think the sport could be really good if all of us coaches and, you know, the community leaders, the club leaders come together, you know, we start throwing ideas at each other, whether it be practice ideas or, you know, other tournament ideas or, you know, weeknight leagues where we switch every high school to wrestle, you know, to get more mat time, whatever it is, whatever we can do to help build the sport of wrestling, um, you know, because in Arizona, baseball is a powerhouse, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of baseball in Arizona, high school baseball. A lot of high school football in Arizona. High school football in Arizona is getting bigger and bigger. You know, Hamilton just played Bishop Gorman. Right, yeah. Yeah. Basketball is getting really big. And so why can't wrestling be that that big as well why can't arizona be known for wrestling state you know um somebody says they're from pennsylvania or they say they're from iowa a lot of times the first question you're going to ask them is oh man you a wrestler yeah yeah you you gotta you gotta figure out what they are you know and so why can't people be like oh you're from arizona did you wrestle there you know i know i know it's big there yeah there's no reason why Arizona can't be that big, especially with ASU um, becoming as good of a college in wrestling as they are. You know, they're dominant right now in, in the NCAAs. Yeah. So uh, since we have that dominant university, 
we might as well build the high school programs as one and everybody can be dominant. Everybody can be good. You know, obviously friendly competition, like we're going to have competition. We're going to have our in-city rivals. Like it's going to happen. Your kids are not going to like other kids. But if us coaches can stick together and kind of put the egos aside and come as one, you know, you learn something new every day. And that's how it should be in wrestling. You know, I should be able to go in a, in a match or a tournament and talk to a couple other coaches, you know, and whether it's them giving me advice or me asking a question or me even, you know, referencing something else, you know, yeah. we all should be able to bounce off each other and just make this sport the best sport in Arizona. Uh, it's out of the love of the game too. Like, yeah, so, I mean, right. yeah, of course those, those competitions, those friendly, you know, competitions are going to happen or not so friendly, I should say, like when yeah. it comes to. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about growing the sport that you love. So, I mean, exactly. all that should be put aside. Yeah, and, and who really... wants to face someone that's, like, not the best they, they can be? Because right. that, that doesn't yeah. show you that you can – you really won. Like, they're not – they didn't get this kind of, like, skill training that you did. But, I mean, do you feel as accomplished? No. Yeah. I mean, like, when you face the best dude ever and you beat him? Yeah. I mean, you're pulling that, like, for the rest of your life. Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, we had a we had a great podcast here. I think we went over maybe an hour ten minutes, but great content for anyone yeah. listening. Thank you if you're still still tuning into us. Thanks for uh, listening to us today. Um, before we head out of here, Woody, why you guys got any any closing uh, thoughts or ideas here? Yeah. Hey, just, we covered thanks, a lot. Thanks for having you know. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, anytime I can talk about wrestling. It's, it brings me joy. You know, I was looking forward to this all day. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, heck yeah, I get, you know, I get to go talk about wrestling, just wrestling freely. And, and that's honestly, it's what I love. And so I love to do that. So thanks for having me on. And hopefully, you know, I can come back and we can talk about how my season wane and, oh, yeah. and the, champions. what's next. Yeah, hopefully yep. I can announce a couple champions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. So yeah, and if they want to find up. you, they can follow you on Instagram or... Yeah, so, um, you know, if, if it's a personal training thing, you know, if you want to just get in contact with me in general, the best way would be Instagram at honcho, H-U-N-C-H-O, kind of like how Quavo spells mm-hmm. it. Honcho, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, underscore coach is double zero, so it's at honcho underscore coach double zero. If it's the wrestling team, if you want to support the wrestling team in any way, um, or just follow along and see how our season goes, we have an active Instagram at Gilbert Wrestling. Pretty simple. Yeah. And then if you wanted to follow along on Facebook, it's at Coach Richardson double zero, or just type in Gilbert Tiger Wrestling in the search bar and it will come up. And so, you know, if you want to follow along with us and our journey and the process of becoming the best we can be, that would be great. Love that, man. I'll give you a follow after this for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, I I learned a lot and I'm sure that our listeners did too, especially about, you know, wrestling like just how you were saying we want to grow it in arizona and i think this not only will this podcast you know bring some exposure and some light into that but you know it could also if there's kids out there we talk about cutting weight too the healthy way you know i think if, if there's any you know wrestlers listening boxers listening you know what other uh sports do you have any to mixed martial arts yeah, sport, yeah yeah pretty much i mean you just got you got some great knowledge from a dude who went through it and yeah you know who uh who was really really effective with it too so um, with that being said, what do you got? Anything? I think we're. I think we're all good here, man. Cut it all up. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Price of Paradise. Uh, we will catch you guys next Wednesday. Aloha. 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 Aloha.